Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. McDavid will transition offensively. Morgan Riley back. McDavid beat him. Rich shot score. Beautiful move. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Riley and then finishes off the Leafs by going upstairs on Hutchinson. McDavid, what a move! What a play! What a goal! Connor McDavid! McDavid steals the puck back, brings it in over the line with a move! Going to the net, and a goal! And he scores! What a move by Connor McDavid! Look out, here he goes! Working against Riley, what a move! Look at that! Are you watching this? What a brilliant piece of work! That's the uh, some of the Canadian calls to last night's game. Jack Michaels, Kevin Quinn, Joe Bowen, Chris Cuthbert. It was a fun night for sure. Uh, respectfully, from the Oilers Radio Network, from Sportsnet, uh, from the uh, Leafs Radio Network, and from uh, TSN's broadcast last night as well. Awesome stuff. This is Oilers Now. Royal Pizza, pizza past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 years for menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza from the App Store. We had people requesting us to replay that package that Brendan had built uh, from 1230. So uh, we did it for you. So there you go. Again, you can text us at any time on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 7804. Four nine six zero zero six three. We've got Kurt Hill coming up here for the next eight or nine minutes, um, and then we'll get to a bunch of your texts. And there's literally hundreds that have come in on today's show. Uh, I believe he's uh, back in Edmonton. He's closing in on the closure to the um, Western Hockey League trade deadline. His hockey team is uh, leading the league currently in points. They're in first place overall in the league, and he's been on speed call with Bob Torrey, the longtime uh, general manager and part owner of the Tri-City Americans for the last several weeks. That's obvious. They've made multiple call uh, trades this year. We welcome back to the show uh, with about three days left until the trade deadline, Kurt Hill. Hi, Kurt. How are you? I'm doing great, Bob. How are you doing? Good. Uh, the trade deadline is Friday, is that right? That's right. Three Mountain on Friday. Are you done? <laughs> I don't know yet. We're still uh, kind of evaluating a few things and seeing what calls come in on that. But uh, things are uh, not as busy as I think last year with the calls were. I would say that uh, maybe in the next couple of days, things will speed up here a bit. I know the team's leaving here today on the road. I'm going to go join them tomorrow, and uh, we'll be based out of Saskatoon until 3 p.m. now, and we play the Blades Friday night. So we'll have our team. Yeah, you guys, uh, how many trades have you made with Tri-Cities this year? Four. 
so just run, run us through the sequence. You you picked up, uh, was the deal for Sawchuck the first one? Yeah, the Sawchuck deal was a deal we wanted to get done at the draft last year, just knowing we were going to uh, replace, we needed to replace the 20-year-olds that we were losing, losing Trey, and uh, we weren't able to do it there. But shortly after the draft, Bob had called me, and we were able to get that done in May. Um, and then the next deal was relatively not too long ago. I mean, it was for Sam, for Sam Stewart for uh, the fourth in 2023, and then uh, we were able to do the, the that warm one, and then after that, uh, a few days later, the Aiden Lawson one. I think, uh, yeah, it seems like we were making a lot of trades, I guess, more recently, but I, I mean, all those three that we just made at one time were all we're all one deal it's just uh, the timing of a few things and injuries and some of those different variables had had to have them split up but uh yeah it makes it seem like we're uh, you know we're talking to each other a fair bit anyways uh yeah you, we should mention uh, you're sitting with a record of 27 7 and 7 uh through 41 games this year you got a 744 win percentage plus 44 goal differential you're 8 1 and 1 uh in your last uh, 10 games i saw uh, uh, f- after the World Junior game the other night, a, a fair amount of uh, your game with the Saskatoon Blades, you jumped them early and then they battled back in that hockey game. Uh, you, you do have some good things going, but you are a little bit banged up on the, uh, on the back end. And so you went out and got Sam Stewart. Uh, any idea in terms of, uh, when, you know, what's feasible realistically for Jackson Alexander and for McLeod uh, and whether or not you might need to shore up the defense position? Uh, yeah, no, I think feasible. I mean, uh, Alexander's probably next week. Uh, we play PA here on Friday, so that could probably be a, a pretty good target date here with us having a full week of practice. He's skating now, team practicing, so um, he's very close. Uh, McLeod's still probably the end of the month. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say anytime soon. Maybe I don't know what even date on that yet. We're going to see how things go, but kind of the end of the month, and then uh, Jesse Sapala should be a guy next week as well, the Friday game, hopefully, and then uh, Tyler Horseman's going to take a little bit more time here. He's going to be out for a couple more weeks for sure. Okay. So the first two guys you mentioned are defense. Matthew Robertson, the New York Rangers draft choice. You're only drafted player, and you've got some tremendous high-end guys that are going to get drafted here in the next couple of years, uh, two forwards and one goalie. Um uh, He's sort of the anchor of your defense. You guys are missing McLeod quite a bit, aren't you? Well, anytime you take a guy that's playing, you know, over 20 minutes a game for you, you you miss him. He's a guy that's an extremely underrated player in our league. I think he's taken huge strides over the last season here with, uh, obviously, with buying into what Brad and Luke are preaching to him. And, uh, yeah, he's he's definitely brings a hole with him not being in the lineup but I think Stewart's helped uh, alleviate some of that you know Dohaniak's playing uh, playing pretty good hockey for us right now and he stepped into a top four role so uh, yeah there's with uh, guys being out comes opportunity and some guys have stepped into those roles nicely here so far well uh, Matthew Robertson's a six foot three left shot Ethan Cap is a six foot two left shot. Wyatt McLeod, who's out, is a six foot three right shot or left shot. You got a lot of left shots. You pick up Sam Stewart. He's a left shot. Um, theoretically, if you were to look at a defenseman, would it help be helpful if the guy shot right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess the theory would say that it would, but it's just interesting in junior hockey. Sometimes you go through these cycles where there just doesn't seem to be that many right-handed shots out there. I think uh, you know our only right here right now is Schaffler, and uh, he's a guy we. Um, called up from Spruce Grove to, to for the club a little bit earlier in the season. And, you know, I look at our team, I look at a team like Portland who's doing pretty good in the standings. They don't have a single right shot in their roster either. So, um, yeah, just kind of a, a cycle. But, yeah, if we could add a right shot, uh, 
some way or another. It's uh, obviously we would look at that, but uh, we're not going to go and um, you know do something silly just to do that. Uh, we're joined right now by Kurt Hill, President and GM of the First Place Edmonton Oil Kings, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Kurt, last night I watched the Edmonton Oilers lean on the Toronto Maple Leafs a bit, and I thought in your game in Calgary that uh, was on, on uh, Sportsnet, that and they got some bigger bodies, but uh, they landed some body shots in the course of the game. If you were to add anything up front, would size maybe with a, you know, sort of a, a third-line type winger maybe be something you might be looking at targeting? Yeah, there's some guys out there that we've targeted. I think a little bit of a bigger body would help. But, uh, you know, at the same time, you don't want to try to interject too much of the, that into your lineup because that's not really our DNA. We like to play a high-tempo high tempo game, a lot of pace, a lot of speed. So, yeah, that night maybe they got into us a little bit. But, uh, you know, it was the eighth time we played them this season. And we've been we've seen Calgary a lot, that's for sure, over the course of the first half of the season. We don't play them the rest of the year. So, um, but yeah, it's something we would definitely look at. But, uh Again, as I said, you don't want to completely try to change the DNA of your team over the course of the trade deadline. We like the way we play. We like Brad's system, and uh, it's been successful for us the last couple of years. Uh, you got a special player. He's just uh, 16. They talk a lot about Shane Wright out here east, and he's having a uh, you know big year as a 15-year-old. He's got 19 goals in the OHL this season. Uh, Dylan Gunther was the number one pick in the WHL Bantam draft in 2018. He's up to 14 goals and 31 points in 35 games. He's not dra- uh, draft eligible until uh, 2021, but he's been on a, a bit of a heater here. He's kind of really fine in his game, isn't he? Yeah, he really is. You know, he's playing up on that top line right now or whatever top six here, game in, game out. And, yeah, he's been a pretty reliable. I think, uh, you know, the biggest thing about his game that's rounded out in the first half of the season is, uh, you know, his commitment to playing a 200-foot game and being responsible in the defensive end. And with him playing that responsible game, obviously, with that, there comes a lot of confidence in the coaching staff to put him out there and, and give him those elite minutes against other teams' top lines and top pairings. Four goals and nine points in his last five hockey games. It's an important year for Jake Neighbors, and I thought he was kind of like the forgotten guy um, amongst the potential prospects out there for the upcoming draft. Uh, Neighbors, by the way, now has 14 goals and 43 points in 41 games. We talked a bit about him last week. Some people have compared him a little bit to, you know, a Dustin Brown or TJ Oshie body type. Uh, TJ Oshie's got a lot of skill, but those guys are around 5'11", 6 feet, and 195 pounds. This is a thicker kid for uh, an 18-year-old draft eligible this year. Um, And he certainly picked it up of late here for you, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. He's playing, you know, just kind of just doing, playing his game, staying within his realm, playing that power forward style game, not putting a lot of pressure on himself. And, you know, pucks have started to find the back of the natties. You know, him and Gunther have had a lot of chemistry here, which probably helps both of them, their production picking up. It seems like they're playing off one one of another real nicely. And, yeah, I think, uh, you know, Jake might have had some slow starts early in the year, but now it seems like he is really, really finding, you know, the game that's effective for him and it's showing on the score sheet as well. Sebastian Cosa was the goaltender of the month uh, for the month of December in the Western Hockey League. This guy's a, a 2021 uh, draft eligible. Uh, exciting prospect for you. But you got back warm out of uh, uh, Tri-City. And, you, you know, you're, you gave up a 20-year-old spot in the process. you got to be really comfortable if you're one-two punch and goal right now, don't you? 
Yeah, no, there's comfort level there. I mean, and tie their guy going each night. You got a lot of confidence. Obviously, Beck's a, a very experienced elite goaltender in our league. That's uh, you know not only not only played a lot of minutes, but he's played in a lot of playoff minutes as well, which is something that uh, was key for us in acquiring in that trade. And I think he's a good person that uh, Sebastian can learn from. And even with Sebastian, every night if he's going, he's proven that he can be a full-time starter in the league. So we think, you know, looking across the league, our one-two punch has got to be one of the strongest, if not the strongest, that there is out there. Yeah, Beck Warren won 32 games last year playing for Kelly Buckberger and Bob Torrey in Tri-City. So the trade deadline is on Friday. Uh, how's the schedule look like this year in Moose Jaw tomorrow? Yeah, we play in Moose Jaw tomorrow night, and then we're in Saskatoon Friday in PA on Saturday. So uh, good opportunity for us to get out to Saskatchewan here and uh, see, where, see where we're at playing in some of those tough ranks. Uh, and a coaching change for Moose Jaw. Tim Hunter was relieved of his duties yesterday. So uh, there you go. You'll be facing likely a team that will be a little bit charged up having a new man at the helm. Yeah, and they uh, acquired Boston Bylos in a trade today as well. So we'll probably, I'm guessing, see him in that tomorrow too at one of our ex-goaltenders. Yeah. Hey, look, just before I let you go here, we, we came on, we, we ran the audio versions of the, the different versions of the Connor McDavid calls and the goal. It's quite the goal, wasn't it? Yeah, it was something special for sure watching that. It's pretty amazing what he's able to do. And, you know, it kind of reminded me this year, I don't know if we'll, the thing, some of the things that Trey Fixelanski would do in our league last year, it's kind of something like that. It would remind me of just some of those amazing goals. I don't know where Trey would just make something happen out of nothing and uh, kind of kind of thought me about watching some of our games and some of the things he would do last year in the Western League. Was it game five or game six of the Eastern Conference final where he drilled like two guys in each corner and then got the puck and beat a guy and took it to the... He had one unbelievable goal at Rogers Place last year. Yeah, that was in the game five, uh, game six. Sorry, yeah, unfortunately, we weren't able to come back, but that was quite the, quite the goal, something I won't forget in a long time. All right. Awesome stuff. Uh, stay in touch here during the trade deadline, okay? Sounds good stuff. Take care. You bet. 147 in Edmonton. That is Kurt Hill. His team on the road this week. He's present GM of the first place Edmonton Oil Kings. They got Moose Jaw tomorrow night. Uh, Saskatoon. That's uh, uh, Colin Priestner's team on uh, Friday. Uh, they get their head coach back, Mitch Love, who was Canada's assistant. Ryan Marsh, the former Alberta Golden Bear, had been the acting head coach with Mitch over at the World Junior Championship. And then up against Mark Hapscheid and Prince Albert on uh, Saturday. And the Oil Kings had some problems with Prince Albert earlier in the year. We'll take a quick timeout, wrap up with this day in Oilers history, and get to it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A multitude of texts as well on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. This is Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Yeah, it's always busy. Um, you got people um, hounding you for stuff. And, um, but it's, it's always fun to play here. Um, and it's always fun to leave here as well. So um, it's... it's uh 
Oh, man, I'm telling you, you got conspiracy. What did he mean by that? Uh, Oilers GM has texted the show on our Ashley Five Floors text line at 150. Bob, never mind the goal, the celebration, the wiggle McDavid gave the crowd. No, 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 not today, not here, and telling the media post game. It's fun playing here. It's fun leaving here, too. Pretty much told Toronto to shove it. What a beauty. That's why we live and breathe sports from Oilers GM. Do you think it was... Uh, Brendan, you're back in the studio there. You think he was maybe saying back off a bit? Is that what he was saying there? Yeah, that's the impression that I got. I can't even imagine for him as somebody who, you know, he's pretty reserved in the media here, and then he goes back home, and they get him, what, once a year? Twice in a day, so I can't imagine what that's like for him. He's probably, yeah, he's probably happy to peel out. Uh, this text comes in. Uh, wow, Topher, uh, really bringing the heat today. Uh, says, not sure if you guys hear the commercials, but just some advice. Always keep your side poutine separate from your main poutine. It's just common sense. See, I, I, I do, when I get back to Edmonton, um, uh, I take my son and, uh, we, we, uh, He's he's a fan of poutine, uh, but there's a limit on how much he's allowed to have. Is is that what you meant by that, Topher? I'm not really sure what that text meant exactly. Uh, anyhow, witty stuff nonetheless. You can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Brad says, Bob, great interview with Coach Tippett. Well, thank you, Brad. More of this would be great instead of media comments. Usually crap on you. Now this is reporting, and loved your question. Thanks. Uh, that comes to us from Brad. Brad, we only get so many opportunities, and that's that's part of the equation. Uh, so here's an example. On tomorrow, we'll fly to Montreal, drop off the stuff at the hotel, race off to the practice facility, and, uh, and then we'll get Tippett, and there will be a scrum. And I might get a question or two in at the beginning. Usually, the team that it's your coach, the team's radio or television guys usually get the first question couple questions on the road uh, and then it's then it's a free-for-all. The, the long-ranging conversations, you have to pick your spots. You don't get the GM and head coach all the time. We had, I, What I try to do is break it up in quarters and, and have, uh, obviously you know, going into the season, you want to have the coach on once and uh, the GM once on a longer format interview and then maybe the GM after the 20 game mark, the coach after the 40 game mark, the GM after the 60 game mark, closing in on the trade deadline. Appreciate your comments. Life ain't perfect, and we're always working to get better. So if uh, if I suck sometimes, tell me, because usually I hear that at home from my daughter Tori. Uh, you can uh, text us again at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Hey, Bob, did you notice the Toronto-based media avoided showing post-game interviews with Morgan Riley? If that was Matthews on Nurse, it would be put on a stamp from Wilt. Uh, I felt bad for Morgan Riley. I think he's really good. <laughs> Bob, do you foresee the Oilers as small-time buyers at the deadline, or will they stay, pit, uh, stay put? I-, I think if the Oilers are battling for a playoff spot or in a playoff spot, I believe Edmonton will be small-time buyers, but sometimes you might want to sit there and check out some internal solutions before you do that. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink, especially ones that have got a couple of years of minor pro experience behind them now. Uh, 
All right, let's get to it. Uh, I believe we already told you Royal Pizza Pizza Pass and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 years for a menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Star for recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. To this day in Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel. Join Oilers now on a great road trip to see the Oilers play the Hawks in Chicago. Call New West Travel or visit New West Travel online at newwesttravel.com. What you got? Brendan. Back in 2008, the Oilers shut out the New York Islanders 4-0 on home ice. Mathieu Garon made 35 save. Dustin Penner, Jarrett Stoll, Alish Hemsky, and Sean Horkoff. Tom Gilbert all had two-point nights. That's an extensive list there. Uh, absolutely. Alish Hemsky, perhaps one of the most underrated Oilers players in history. Dustin Penner, by the way. Uh, his 2009-2010 season with the Oilers, uh, an anachronism, especially based on how bad that team was. But he had a real good year. Plus, player on a bad team often says a lot. Now, tonight, Reed Wilkins will have Inside Sports. What's he got rolling? Fluid he does, show? He's got uh, Nashville Predators color analyst Hal Gill. Uh, U of A Golden Bears goaltender Brendan Burke is back from the Spengler Cup. You'll hear from him. Grant McEwen basketball player Brielle Wise tells her story about how injuries took her playing career away, but she's giving back to the team. Okay, uh, tomorrow, Brendan is going to host the show. Brian Lawton will be one of our guests. Uh, John Shannon and myself will have up- updates for you from Montreal as well. Up next, a global news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell. Followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jalen Nye. For the next hour, I'm going to go watch another 63 versions of the Connor McDavid goal scored last night against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Have a a terrific Tuesday, everybody, and uh, I'll join you from Montreal tomorrow. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.